Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Okay. Come through, Queen. I wanna see ya come through, Queen. Hi everyone, it's Dan and Brendan, and this is Come, come through, through Queen. Queen. This is episode forty-three. Yes, yes, Gaga, you look so good. Oh my god, yes! Gaga, you look beautiful! You look so beautiful! Yes, you heard it. It's Yes, Gaga. This week on Come Through Queen, we're gagging at Gaga's Super Bowl performance, so we are deep diving with Mother Monster. And we live for the applause and the loads of news that we have today, including some OGs returning to New Jersey and Atlanta. We've also got some amazing drag race news and a belated reaction from Alaska to a recent Celebrity Apprentice appearance. And the Real Housewives of Dallas are being paid for their work. Thank you very much. We'll let you know what Tiffany Hendra had to say about that. And we've got our shows, Beverly Hills, Vanderbump Rules, and Ladies of London. There's no new Atlanta this week. Sad. And as usual, we'll close out the show with our One True Queen and the Freak of the Week. Hi, Brendan. Welcome back. Surprise, bitch. Did you miss being here? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, actually. Um, When you were recording by yourself, talking to yourself in this very room, um, I was still at the office till like 1030 that night. Yeah, you've been working every day in Trump's America. Every day, (laughs) responding to the bullshit targeting every community. Yeah, so what's gone on since we last saw you? What have you been up to? Uh, Well... We saw each other over the weekend yeah, at, at the, the rally. LGBT Solidarity Rally, showing support for the communities that have already been targeted, um, as well as hoping that Trump doesn't target us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then we had like a little get-together with a bunch of our friends afterwards. You left early because you're a sober Sally in Trump's America. Yes, I am, until the Little Mix concert. Thank you very much. Um, but that was really fun. It ended up being like everyone I know. Yeah. And like... Ev- 
at one point it was like for every queer queer adjacent person who came in all these straight people were leaving so we like surprise bitch that bar oh it was so crowded that's the main reason i left um but i have been very cultural since i last saw you i went to the ballet yes i saw shakespeare i saw fences oh fences i mean i just want to quickly say viola deserves the oscar for it but it's like such a joke that she's under the supporting actress. Oh, because she's in it more? She's in it. Like, I think she might even have more scenes than Denzel. Interesting. Which is insane. Well, she needs that Oscar. She certainly does. Who's she up against? And in supporting. Emma Stone? Uh, Octavia. No? no, Emma Stone's lead. She's oh. up against like Octavia Spencer for supporting. I don't see movies. I did watch I King Cobra over the weekends. <laughs> if Wait, for those of you who don't what's know, what's the name of it? King Cobra. It's okay. about um, the porn, st- the gay porn star Brent Corrigan, and like when he was coming onto the scene, he was like signed with this one producer, I guess. But these other two producers like wanted him for them because they were like fading stars. So those people end up killing the one producer. Um, spoiler alert. But <laughs> everyone going into the movie knows what it's about. But it's like, it has some really graphic sex scenes. Um, and my roommate happened to walk in like while I was watching the movie. So it was awkward, like how your mom walks in when you're watching a movie with sex scenes. Oh my Except God. my roommate's not my mom, but same thing. Um, but yeah, that's what I've been up to. All right, cool. Well, we have so much going on. I mean, obviously we both watched... The Super Bowl, uh, not the actual game, but the halftime show. That's why we have dedicated this week's episode to Lady Gaga. Yeah. But let's talk about another mother. Which mother are we talking about? Let's talk about some Danielle Staub. See, oh. what's the big news? Okay. So this is E! News. So we know that's This a is fish. canon. Yeah. It's under the NBC Universal umbrella. Exactly. So just call her the Terminator because Danielle Staub is back. Danielle, an original cast member of the Real Houses of New Jersey, will return for the upcoming season uh, eight of the Bravo reality series, sources tell E! News. It's unknown whether Danielle will be an official housewife uh, or friend of because filming hasn't started yet, but she will step in front of the cameras after rekindling a friendship with Teresa Giudice. Um, So Teresa's back. Melissa's back. Siggy and Dolores are back, and it's unclear Jacqueline's status at this point. Mm, I do, if this news is, I mean, this news is true. Um, With this news being true, I do want Jacqueline back, and I do want to see Danielle up there holding a um, meatball. (laughs) Yes. I I forgot what we said. I forgot whether it was, like, tomato. I like tomato. (laughs) Meatball's a little sloppy. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, uh... Yeah, I mean, we've been begging for this for years. They've been trying to, like, they've been trying to trick us for years. Yeah, I mean, that that promo that they aired that had, like, Danielle is back, quoting uh, Radar Online, and then she wasn't back. My only thing is that I sort of wonder if it could go awry, like, when Rosie came back to The View, and it was just, like, a little too crazy and a little Mm. tumultuous. Why did I just make that comparison? That's the <laughs> I know. That's like apples and oranges. Um, but like, what? yeah, but like, just because she does bring that level of like unwellness, I just wonder. Mm. So we'll see. We'll be watching. Um, I don't know when it'll come out. It came out in the summer last year. Well, also they like started filming earlier last year. They were filming like before Christmas time. Right. So I think the next we're going to see are like Potomac and 
Dallas, weird. Yeah. Well, New York, I mean, we got the trailer for New York like March 1st last year and it premiered in april but do you think that because like to boost ratings they'll like have potomac and dallas just be alone for a little bit to see if people want their housewives fix from those i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i mean that's a heavy weight for those two to to carry i think leanne Locken can do it but while we're on the topic of uh dallas that we found a headline that shook us to our core to my core so the real housewives of Dallas women were paid for season two. (laughs) Mr. Real Housewives reports that the Dallas ladies have been wrapping up taping their second season. Uh, Recently, a report on All About the Tea claimed the women were not paid for a second season. (laughs) The Dirty spoke exclusively to Tiffany Hendra about this. What did she have to say? Uh, She said, that's ridiculous. Of course there's pay. I don't know any of the girls who would work for free. I think everyone asked for and got raises, and I don't know for sure or the amounts. Uh, those claims are ridiculous. There's no way any Dallas girl would do the show for free. What, what, uh, what, what do you put it past them? I feel like some of them might do the show for free. I could see Leanne Locken maybe paying people to film her. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, but I'm glad that Tiffany really set this story straight. I just love, like, the three media outlets that we got in this story were Real Mr. Housewife, All About the Tea, and The Dirty. Mm-hmm. All of which, like, I've only heard of in the context of preparing for Come Through Queen. I know. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I think it's good news that, like, Dallas is getting reported on to begin with like we hear nothing on potomac really yeah there was an us weekly piece about dallas and like speculating on the new housewives so they're getting us yeah so they're like sitting up there alongside like fluff pieces about ivanka trump so (laughs) (laughs) um so let's uh head over to atlanta hartsfield jackson international airport yes uh so what's going on there so kim zolziak is back at least temporarily yeah Yeah. (laughs) um the don't be tardy mom has already offered up a preview of some of the sash she's serving up on instagram (laughs) following the announcement she'd be making a cameo she headed online to share her excitement at the appearance and to throw a little shade at kenya moore the two women will face off with each other at Sheree Whitfield's housewarming party, clip above, and Kim threw out some counterpoints to Kenya's shade ahead of the fateful encounter. She so, wrote... Oh, okay. <laughs> I was just going to describe the, the, the clip. I mean, we got a mid-season trailer, essentially. Right. Uh, and we saw um, Kim show up to Chateau Sheree housewarming and get into a fight with Kenya. Yeah. And Kenya's saying that her man's not making any money... And right. uh, Kim is is saying uh, Kenya can't get a man, can't get a baby, blah, blah, blah. And then Kenya fires back with duck lips. So that so, adds a little context to her statement. So Kim, like I said, headed online <laughs> and wrote, so excited to celebrate Chateau Charay with Charay Whitfield. Check out the season finale of RHOA. Poor Kenya, she's mad. Croy made close to 20 million, so we good boo. Heart eye emoji, my lips. So actually, I didn't even notice this, but that I guess that's the final part, the finale party. 
Is Chateau Chirac? Yeah, even though it was like in the middle of the trailer. Yeah. Because the candy sex dungeon came out. Oh my God. Yes. I mean, the candy sex dungeon. Candy gets very, I will drag you in this bitch. Yeah, one of our favorite moments of all time. I send that gift to people like every day. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Also, like Portia says she's pregnant, but I feel like she's just pretending. Like she's not actually pregnant. She's saying that. To, like, see what his reaction would be. And she's extorting him or allegedly extorting him or something. Well, she had some paperwork. Like, maybe it's, like, a friend contract or... (laughs) A baby dad contract. Yes. Well, stay tuned. I know. Even though we didn't get a a new episode this week, this almost felt like a new episode. Right. moments. Right. It seemed like we were just being handed news upon news upon news this week. Just more and more content. I know. Which I appreciated. So let's talk about this. Okay. I couldn't function for like a good 10 minutes after I saw this. So <laughs> Lady Gaga, Mother Monster. Oh my God. I sound like a, like an actual stand, which I, I think I am, is going to appear on the season premiere of RuPaul's Drag Race and it's unclear whether she'll be the judge but she definitely makes an appearance in the workroom which is like I think she's a judge okay but it's like she's following in Camille Grammer's footsteps how so (laughs) season five of uh, RuPaul's Drag Race Camille was the judge in the first episode and she had a moment with the queens before Mm. the challenge so it's very Camille Donatachi Grammer I forgot that she even judged. I only remember like that intro scene where she's like welcoming welcoming them to Beverly Hills. She definitely judged because I remember like the promo photos of like her and um, Rue on the runway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm very excited. Yeah, so we there's so much going on this week. We figured we, we'll give you guys a chance if you haven't already to watch like the Queen's intro clips because the cast was revealed this week as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and catch up on that. And then next week, we will dive a little deeper into what's going on with the new queens, our yes. first impressions. And we're going to maybe have a special guest, so stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> um, a special guest who's never been on with us before. Oh, yeah, which is exciting. Yes. Uh, so... I just want to say Gaga looks so unwell. She painted for, like, you know how drag queens say, like, they paint for the back of the room and then they'll make the joke about, like, painting for, like, the store across the street or whatever? She was doing very much that. She looked like Alyssa Edwardsian. I mean, she, like, looked more drag than Gaga. Right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, speaking of drag race... um, for those of you who've been at least keeping up with our recaps, probably not watching the show, Alaska was on Celebrity Apprentice earlier this season, and she posted a video on her YouTube page with her reactions to seeing it, and it was actually pretty interesting. And she made some of the points that we made when we caught her on the show. Well, yeah, because they were only referring to her as like the drag queen for a lot of the time. Yeah. Just like sort of disrespectful toward her and like... Yeah, I did think it was interesting that the way she told it, she didn't know what show she was on, even after the fact, I guess. <laughs> yeah, like, it sounded like Carson called her, the producer, then, like, after Carson called, like, the producers kind of took over and was just, like, show up here, blah, 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 like, like you, all right, and then Carson, I, I don't know if it was Carson or the producers who told her, like... Make yourself look tall. So like, that's as why tall she, as possible. That's why she had that, like big beehive do yeah 
Um, and from like the, the way she made it sound like she was there for like five minutes. Right. And she like had the same thoughts about like how it was sort of like, not, I don't want to say anti-gay, but like that subject was like sort of disrespected in a way, but she was grateful to have the screen time and bring up representation for LGBT people to NBC, which is like NBC primetime, which is a pretty big deal. And they also did eventually say her name. And they said her name like several times. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They used it as like a joke, but it was still good. Um, Oh, I I forgot to tell you this. Yeah. I walked by Carson Kressley yesterday on the street. Oh my God. On 7th Avenue. Like I was on my way to a thing with work people and he was just like walking up 7th Avenue, like towards 23rd Street. Did you like acknowledge your nephew? I said... That's Carson Kressley. I don't. I'm not the type to like go up to a celebrity. Me I neither. Like seeing them in the wild. Like the only one, I, only ones I will go up to are a Real Housewife. Yeah. Like Dorinda. Yeah. Because <laughs> they like being noticed. I would like ask Dorinda to come get lunch on my treat. Weird. <laughs> um, should we start? Do we have any more news or should we start talking about the shows? Uh, I think that's it for the news. Let's take a quick break and we'll come back with the shows uh, right next. Okay. All right, we're back. So let's dive into Vanderpump Rules, right? Yeah, Vanderpump really does rule. (laughs) Oh my God. Uh, So we kick off the show... Back with tea towels. Oh, God. And, like, the the interesting follow-up is the fact that, like, including the $18 tea towels uh, are the RSVP cards where they didn't give a space for people to write their names. Oh, yeah, so people are just drawing dicks and stuff. And, or, like, not writing or just sending them back blank. Yeah, and Tom Schwartz said he liked the people that drew the long dicks with the small balls. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, so... This is like a very Tom Sandoval heavy episode. Which I am not a fan of. Uh, You know, I'm not a fan of him in general, but I thought like his scenes were pretty interesting. I mean, let's talk about, let's talk about. So we get a scene where he's filming a little short film with Peter, where he's like an alien space commander or something. Um, the director's just like this unwell person. <laughs> <laughs> the one small thing I noticed during the scene is like Peter's farmer's tan was so absurd. And I was like, and then like right near the end of the scene, he acknowledged it. He like, like looked down at himself and pointed at it. Some people like a farmer's tan. Yeah. I think it's like a thing that some people like. It's like, like a he, look, like <laughs> maybe not like shirt, but like in other parts of the the human body like some people are like into like the farmer's tan look mm, mm, mm. Um, uh so we also we... then get the the joe simpson scene okay so say what you're gonna say because i have another thought about this thinking about joe simpson ashley simpson and tracy ellis ross <laughs> okay uh well i mean my thought was just they they rolled in with a coors light like 32 pack oh yeah <laughs> and then joe simpson was like oh welcome to the bachelor pack <laughs> oh. and he had those like orange like those like neon orange sneakers as he's like welcome welcoming them in and he was like stomach in dick out 
And That's the kept, second time I've talked about dicks in this segment. I know, you, you are quite <laughs> vulgar this episode. Uh, and he kept saying, like, every shot, like, that's hot, that's hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, so I have a thought. Okay, so I happened to notice that Tracy Ellis Ross was doing, like, her media tour for Blackish this mm-hmm. week. And she was on Watch What Happens Live the night after um, oh, yeah, the yeah, Vanderpump yeah. Rules I didn't see that, okay. And Andy asked a lot about, like, Ashley Simpson. And apparently... Because they're sister-in-law. They're sister-in-law. And apparently, like, they are super, 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 super close. And I, like, looked for evidence. Wait, Tracy and Ashley? And Jessica, the entire family. Like, they hang out all the time. The Rosses and the Simpsons? Yeah. So I was, like, thinking about that in context of this episode of Vanderpump Rules. And I, like, wonder if Joe's in the mix a lot. I could picture him, like, not being in the mix. Yeah. Also, Tracy Ellis Ross just seems really lovely. Oh, yeah. I mean, everyone loves her. Yeah. Um, so we actually were very excited to receive another listener, uh, comment this week, uh, specifically on the Vendor Pump Rules episode. So this is what Kenji has to say on this episode. Yes. Hey, kitty cats. This is Kenji. I live in Oklahoma City, soon to be Los Angeles, quite possibly Sir Jason's. We'll see. Longtime listener of the pod. You guys are great. And if I could, uh, I'd like to make a couple points on the most recent episode of Pump Rules, which was a very Sandoval-heavy episode, and I'm not sure if I like that. But that Joe Simpson cameo, I mean, my god, stick your dick out, is forever ingrained in my memory. Also, uh, Nikolai? Nikolai! Why does he not have a tray yet, Lisa? Next season, I better see a tray in his hands, in his little four-year-old hands. He's basically a prophet. He's either a prophet or he's Tony Robbins Jr. I've never seen a more empowering persona on my TV, ever. And finally, little, little Katie. Music kills Katie. Uh, I think tequila, Katie, is basically a euphemism at this point for Xanax. The girl is barred out. I mean, I know everyone is on Adderall, but I think Katie is on just a little something else. And that would be Xanax. I would like to get your opinions on the season in general, now that it's almost over. Um, better than season four? Uh, maybe. The first half of the season kind of sucked, but the second half is really delivering, I gotta say. And also, a small suggestion maybe for future rep- episodes, maybe request, if you guys could do a nostalgia recap on Gallery Girls. Hmm? Anyway, thank you so much. Well, just right off the bat, we both love Gallery Girls. <laughs> I ask Andrew for a new season every day. Yeah, I mean, I've kind of moved on from that messaging. I'm now more trying to get <clears throat> more Ladies of London content. Like, a Ladies of London reunion. Yes. Which Andrew. I'll have more thoughts about <laughs> later, Andrew. Um, but on Kenji's points, um, Nikolai, this is like his second seen the season he's always given like a little therapy sesh it, and it's like so <laughs> out of place like yelling at his sister to get back with her ex-boyfriend as okay as the one boy with only sisters and a single mother mm. i sort of get like what nikolai's role has become mm-hmm. and i get that it's jarring to the outside world but at a very young age i feel like i was given similar chats <laughs> so like she do, she does have a father 
in the picture as well. Is he? Are they together still? I think so. Didn't they like earlier seasons? Didn't they like go out to dinner together? Oh, then I don't know. I, don't just, know. <laughs> I was really trying to identify with Nikolai. This Even is your last fan night, fiction. Last night I like tweeted you something about Nikolai. I think. It, oh my god! But I won't repeat it here. Uh, so music kills Katie. <laughs> the way you said music kills Katie. <laughs> I feel like I've said it like that in my lifetime. Uh, you're taking credit from. A caller? Are you kidding no, me? No, I'm not saying he's copying me, but I'm just like relating to Kenji. Always taking all the credit. <laughs> um, yeah, so Katie, she had uh, a little bridal shower hosted by Pandora. In, it was in Pandora's box. Pandora, <laughs> Pandora's box house. That it was Lisa, very boxy. It was like a compound. Yeah, that Lisa bought for her for her 30th birthday. And I forgot, apparently that was on Beverly Hills, but I like must have zoned out during that scene whenever that aired. I'm always zoning out when Pandy's in the picture. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know why she's like stays involved with these women. Is she still with that man? Yeah, of course. We would have heard otherwise, I'm sure. I feel like they're living separate lives. I feel like he, <laughs> oh he's got a pad in like Westlake. But you know what I also find interesting is like this beautiful home that she lives in and like Max is in a crack den somewhere. Like And still bussing tables? Still bussing tables, I think. When like Pandora's a manager and she like runs the Sangria company. Yes, she's like the CEO of the Sangria <laughs> company. Um but that that whole thing, like with Ariana and Stassi, like still fighting. I find that interesting oh, yeah. only because like straight women love Ariana, but they also kind of like Stassi too. I feel like you're either a Stassi or an Ariana. It's almost like Betty and Veronica mm. watch Riverdale on the CW on Thursdays. Oh my god, <laughs> not sponsored content. <laughs> it's actually just a very, 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 very side note. Riverdale's a really good show, and I, everyone should get on board early. Okay, I'll I'll give it a shot, I guess. Um, but yeah, uh, that fight is just gonna keep going on, and then like she, I love Sheena flipping out this season because we know like. What she was going through. Yes. Yeah, I do too. Um, one more thing on Stassi and Ari. Mm-hmm. Um, there is evidence that suggests that they are a lot friendlier nowadays, according Ooh. to Snapchat. If you follow either of them, I only follow, follow Stassi because I'm more of a Stassi. I only follow Kristen because I'm a crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if you follow her, they were in Vegas, I think, at, like, Britney's birthday, like, a few weeks ago. Mm. Time means nothing to me anymore. Yeah. I'm living in the echo chamber. So this could have been, like, a month ago. It could have been yesterday. Um, so, yeah, they're, they like, friends. Yeah. Um, we got very minimal Jax and Britney. We got them going to church. And we got Jax and Tom Sandoval going to Lisa's closet to try on dresses for their... New Orleans bachelor party. Jacqueline Sandoval. Jacqueline Sandoval. No, <laughs> Jacqueline Taylor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, whatever. It, it is what it is. Um, Katie and Tom, like, need to break up yesterday. Ooh, that final scene. Just bad. Um, when we were rewatching it today while you were cooking dinner, Alex... Like, I'm proud of Tom for staying and finishing his lunch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, really, really brave of him to do that. Yes, uh, but the thing that w- we cannot ignore, maybe better than anything that happened this episode, 
that Fifty Shades Darker commercial was so loony. I like. I was half paying attention while watching the episode, so I missed it until the first I, time around. Yeah, until I saw it um, online somewhere. Mm. Are like what? Uh, uh, I just like speechless. Ariana takes commercials very seriously. She's an actress. <laughs> the narrative. I feel like if people might have missed it, so the narrative basically like. <laughs> Ariana really wants to see Fifty Shades Darker, which actually, after listening to the Zayn and Taylor Swift song, even though Taylor Swift's a snake, I want to see it too. Well, like, it's not like the song is the plot of the movie or something. I know, but the trailer's really well done. I'm, <laughs> I, fall, I fall for the marketing machine. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, so Ariana really wants to see Fifty Shades Darker. So, like, I think Sheena texts her first. And it's like, want to do girls' night? Like, yada, yada, yada. Then Tom texts her, be like, <laughs> hey, babe, I want to go see Fifty Shades Darker. So she's debating between, like, a girl's night and, like, sexy time with her man. Mm. The commercial ends with her choosing both, and it implies that they had a threesome. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, catch that online if you have not seen it already. It's yeah. definitely up there on the World Wide Web. Um, yeah, on the Information Superhighway. Uh, I think, is that it for Vanderpump Rules? Yeah, should we take a lift now that we're not taking Uber? I did take a lift the other day, actually. (laughs) It was my first time. It wasn't my app, though, because I hadn't downloaded it. But it was like, it still gets you there. Yeah, it's a (laughs) good car. (laughs) You you go in a car, you get out. (laughs) Um, So let's go over to Beverly Hills. Okay. What is going on? <laughs> Do you not remember anything? No, I remember. They're pre- we just watched it again. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. We uh, are preparing to go to Mexico. Ooh, I did want. I did notice something I had not ever noticed before that Lisa Vanderpump has a dog named Schnooky. I think I knew that, but I I never put the two and two together together like Snooky and Schnooky. Well, I mean, like season one of Jersey Shore, which we will be getting into in just two weeks from now. State like go watch a few episodes if you in preparation for two weeks from now. I need to do that myself, actually. <laughs> this household has been Jersey Shore around the clock because Alex has been steamrolling through the seasons. Yeah, so in a couple of weeks we're gonna have a special Jersey centric show where we talk about Jersey Shore and we might dip our feet into especially season two of Real Housewives of New Jersey with our friend Jimbo. He's back. Yes. By popular demand actually. We are going to be uh, celebrating his leaving again (laughs) (laughs) by going on tour for Hamilton. Yeah. Uh, So uh, what my point was the first season of Jersey Shore like, they never actually called her Snooky. They, like, called her Schnickers, Snickers, Schnooky. Like, they, so literally one of the nicknames of Snooky is what Lisa calls that one dog. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Eden made a reservation with Vanderpump. <laughs> <laughs> she got the special table on the veranda. Yes. Uh, she showed up. She got to see the, the closet, which many, many women have gone through. We spent a lot of time in the closet this We week. sure do. Um, so Eden spills the beans. About what Lisa said about Kim being on the edge of yes, death. Yes, she is on the edge of glory. The edge of the opposite of glory. <laughs> Here we go. So I guess like uh, Lisa kind of now understands where Eden was coming from, even though I don't think I do. I don't... I'm... I want to be Team Eden... Because I think she has a weird Twitter personality. Oh, well, 
That's what that that news article came out yes, saying she, she has like some lesbian cult sacrificing following. Yeah, there's some scary stuff about Eden on online, <laughs> but I like her better now than I did last week or the week before. Mm, okay. Because she was truthful, but she also was complicit in that gossipy conversation. So, I don't know. I'm, like, once again, once again, I'm sick and tired of this storyline. Yeah, the Kim storyline. Enough. Enough. Uh, My favorite part of this whole episode was Was the... Lisa Rinna walking down the hallway in the (laughs) hotel. Yes, same. With... With I can't oh, I can't keep them straight Amelia or Delilah 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 is the successful Delilah one. Delilah Bell and Amelia Gray yeah that sounds about right um I want a gif of that moment and so I can like tweet like me coming for your man <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like whenever the the Delilah Amelia sisters hit the the screen i like wake up from my zoning out on the show their confessionals their confessionals are, are so good i want a spinoff and i tweeted this to dan yesterday <laughs> i want a spinoff of delilah's like modeling career called hey there delilah <laughs> and it's all about what she's up to in new york city <laughs> you're not wrong um but i thought it was like an interesting fact that she was on Tommy Hilfiger's runway as a child on Harry Hamlin's shoulders. And mm-hmm. her first official runway stomp is going to be for Tommy. Right. And with Gigi. She wanted to be with Gigi. Yeah, she wants to be with Gigi. Um, what hotel do you think they were at? I was trying to like figure that out. Because I'm always curious to see like where they stay. I feel like a lot of them stay at like the Dream Hotel or like the Empire Hotel. I couldn't really tell. I feel like I'm not super familiar with the New York City hotels since I live here. <laughs> yeah. But you can always tell. It wasn't the Dream Hotel um, in Meatpacking because th- that has round windows. Mm. So we also, while <laughs> Rena was in New York, got a lunch with Camille. At PJ Clark's. Yes, which I almost ate at before going to the ballet. But Alex and I had to go to Chipotle instead so that I could get a Whole30 compliant meal. Sad. Like, it's like the saga of this. It's like so depressing. I was supposed to go to that, but it was another situation where I couldn't because my life is being sucked away from me in Trump's America. But um, it was like I was on the text chain or like the oh, email yeah, chain you or were something. To go to that. And yeah, I had I tried to give someone my ticket, but they couldn't go. Mm. Um, and it was like, oh my god, like let's meet up for drinks before at PJ Clark's because it's right across from <laughs> the ballet. And it's like Dan and Alex being like, we're gonna go to Chipotle, but we'll meet you there. Oh my god, it's so, almost over. We two weeks, less than less than two weeks. Two and then weeks. You'll hear, you'll hear clinking glasses again very shortly. <laughs> Alex already failed. <laughs> no, he didn't fail. He succeeded. He <laughs> failed, <laughs> Kellyanne. <laughs> You're serving alternative facts. All right, enough alternative facts. Uh, but, so, Camille was in town because her daughter's walking in the fashion shows, but she's only, like, 14 years old. She's walking in, like, one of those lesser ones that, like, they'll, like, mm. have, like, a Jill Zarin or something <laughs> come participate in. Remember the one where, like, Jill Zarin had, like, the same hairdo that Alaska had on Celebrity Apprentice? Yes. 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 But remember, also, Rena was at Fashion Week in New York. Yes. On New York. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? You're so drunk right now. I don't even know. Um, 
I don't I don't remember like the context of this or what was going on, but Eileen's kid was like crawled in a ball in a laundry basket. <laughs> Do you recall this? No, the only thing I remember about Eileen really is like the therapy session. And mm. like we've seen many a therapy sessions in Real Housewives history, but I was like into Eileen's. I like felt for her. I wanted her to have her mother back. I want to hug her. Yeah. I mean, I love anything. Eileen. Also, like, it never gets old. The Her title card that they used for the in-between scenes, her in that, like, shorter, like, red dress, mm-hmm. it's amazing. <laughs> it reminds me of, remember when Camille, Camille had the black dress that was very similar? It was one of the dresses she almost wore to the Tonys, but she ended up picking that red longer dress, <laughs> and she used the black dress for her title cards. It reminded me a lot of that. I didn't realize you were such a fashion queen. <laughs> <laughs> True scholars of the show would have noticed that. The fashions, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, They're we, rebooting Fashion Police, and it's going to star me. Uh, yeah, you and Nini. I mean, not Fashion fashion Queens, right? Fashion yeah, Police fashion is the one I need. Yeah, with Nini, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so then I guess we're eventually in Mexico. Yeah, and I mean, it was the calm before the storm. Um, yeah, before Rena. Rena, Rena Jill Zarin's it. <laughs> ah, it was it was actually a lot like the Jill Zarin moment uh, when she came in, and like Kyle was the Alex McCord of the situation, right? Because they were very, they were like really into an activity, yes. And even though they were expecting Rena, like it was just like very jarring, <laughs> and she was like in her travel clothes, and they were all in their like beachwear. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing this. Finally, some actually, it's still Kim revolved, but it's like at least a more exciting thing. Yeah. Uh, but that's a, in Mexico. Lisa tells Kyle what Rena said, and Dorit also brings it up. The pill bag. Yeah, and of, so like we're getting Rena stories left and right. I just want to be on. I just want to be the Erica just walking in. Margarita. I want a marina. I want a burrito. <laughs> You're an American, Dorit. You're born in Connecticut. <laughs> um, the highlight of this episode was the preview. Uh, was it was it a rest of the season preview or was it next week's episode? I think it was next week's episode because didn't we already get the rest of the season? It was rest of the season. It was rest of the season because Carney shows up. Yeah. And I like screamed when I saw her. Yeah, like her her buddy buddy friendship with Kyle on Beverly Hills paid off. She's go- getting that diamond. Right. Okay. Yeah. And what else? Oh, yeah. It was definitely the rest of the season because Carney was just sitting there, and it was like this weird moment with Kim. And but like every, like there's like ten women there, and they're all, and they're all wearing in black. black. It's like some sort of like... Is it a funeral? <laughs> is it a black party? Do they switch the white parties to the black party? Because the black party in New York has a very different connotation. Oh, yeah, it's true. <laughs> but I, like, I really can't wait to see that scene play out. Yeah. And are they at... Were they sitting at Lisa's during that? They're all, like, so close. Like, there's, like... <laughs> They're, like, like, sitting on two, like... <laughs> it's, like... Two um, pool chairs, but two, one of those longer pool chairs, but like facing each other, so they are very close. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. We'll we'll be tuned in. All of the supporting cast members from Celebrity Apprentice are popping up, and I love it. I know, I love every minute of that. I can't wait till Portia <laughs> comes through. So, is there anything else for Beverly Hills? No. All right, ladies of London. Oh, I'm so sad. I know. At least I get to go back and re like rewatch and well, like watch for the first time. Yeah, one and two. 
It was the finale, and also because they didn't preview a reunion. I know. Although, like, Bravo doesn't always air the reunion previews right after the season finale. I, there was just no evidence of them all being in, like, the I same know. place at the same time. They were all traveling. And Andy hasn't said peep about it. Right. Uh, it, it, deserves, it deserves a reunion. Everyone, this so is a bad. call to action. There's still hope. <laughs> Tweet at Andrew and say, Andrew, please fly your little butt over to <laughs> London. Get Hermer from LA. Get <laughs> Hermer on the plane. Get Stanberry from Dubai. And like, let's do this. I don't care if it comes out in a few weeks. We'll still be on our, like, our yes. Ladies of London buzz. Yes, that buzz is not dying down. But we need this, Andrew. His handle is at Andy. And you can even slide into his Instagram comments, at Bravo Andy. <laughs> <laughs> but just start posting the um, the Union Jack emoji. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Instead of the snake, just Union Jacks. Uh, but let's get to the episode. Sorry. I just thought. <laughs> <laughs> you really got passionate there for a minute. Um, so we're celebrating for the fifth time it's like every party every party is a caroline stanberry going away party and like usually something like that on another show would bug me but i love it i know i love it (laughs) their parties seem so like fancy elaborate and they always get into a dinner party fight during it and uh i mean this one i feel like the it ended on like a good note though right so what ha- what happened was first we're going into it and Sophie and Adela are in a little feud. Although now we know that they're like good because they posted like a, a raunchy little Instagram right. photo. But it's all about loyalty mm. and like uh, who it's which is a very British theme, right? So they fix it up like in the first five minutes of the party, yeah. which is good. The party was at the and and as London. And um, one-time popular girl, Allison Churchwell, is currently staying at the end as West Hollywood. <laughs> good, fun, good fun fact if you guys are out there. <laughs> I feel like my, te- my text of that to all of y'all was like really poorly received. Yes, it's like nobody no one cared. cared. <laughs> I didn't care. Um, but uh, Caroline and Luke start crying talking about this is the last time luke's doing her makeup Mm -hmm. and like she seemed like more distraught than when she was talking about like her dad's illness with her mom a few weeks ago well luke is like their best friends two sisters two sisters and luke even like was allowed to sit at the table this episode (laughs) for once for once in his life he doesn't even just like He's usually just brought out for makeup, and then, like, if they need one more to make it a game, even. <laughs> yes. Or else they'll just send food to the room. That's funny. That must be actually fun to be him, though. He gets to go to all those things, and he gets to just to do his own thing. Yeah. I wonder, like, what what kind of salary you're getting on that gig. Although she has, like, butlers flopping around, too, which I never noticed before. Luigi. Oh, yeah. He's in... I mean, Luke is in New York right now. Luke. I wonder if it's, like, permanent. Well... Dorinda and Luke are like the best of friends as well. Right. But Dorinda, like, I feel like is a fast friend. No. So who knows? <gasps> wait. No. Wait, wait. Do you think that Dorinda, when she lived in London, 
was <gasps> friends with Stanberry. I Googled it. I did a light Google. Couldn't find anything. We're going to have to do a heavier Google. We're going to have to like really look. And if you have any intel on like Dorinda and Caroline Stanberry's friendship, and if it goes all the way back to when Dorinda was living in London all those years ago, I will be shook to the core. It's very possible. I mean, Dorinda was a woman about town. Yeah. And like London isn't that big of a place. Yeah. Uh, Actually, I don't know how big it is. I've never been. (laughs) (laughs) The only, like, big crank at this party was Juliet Angus. She? Crank of the week. (laughs) Like, she really jumps out the window, doesn't she? (laughs) She really does. And also, she... uh, Go to her Instagram right now. Okay. And while you go to it, I'll explain to uh, the studio audience. She posted these two very raunchy... Photos in like lingerie promoting some lingerie line or something, mm-hmm. and it didn't even look like her. Especially if you go <gasps> back, the one her face is half covered. I know, but like that compared to the flashback scenes from prior seasons where she looked like a swamp creature, it's Stop. like two different people. No shaming women. I'm, I'm supporting her new look. You just called her a swamp creature. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that, that like pitch black dye job she had last season. They did like really Photoshop her like, like they almost Photoshopped her belly button out here. <laughs> That's fine. Um, but no, I'm, I'm only dr- g- giving her a light drag because she was such a crank. <laughs> She's like so up Caroline Stanbury's ass and like. Her little minion to fight with all the other women while Caroline Stanbury just like sits on the throne and laughs. I sort of love it. <laughs> She's like the poor man's Kyle Richards in a way. Who is? Juliet. Oh, yeah, yeah. I to see like what you're Caroline's Vanderpump. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the fight, like she really like, ju- like just <laughs> f- ran and jumped out the window when she was like going after everyone. Going after the American girls? You're supposed to stick together. Yeah, but Hermer is a flop, and I mean, like, Jules. Hermer, actually, she was on Watch What Happens Live. I thought she came across well. She was on with Sheen? Yes. Mm, who's the bartender? Oh, my God. I think it was, it might have, I don't know if it was this episode or a different episode. Johnny Bananas and Kara from the Real World Road Rules Challenge shows. Oh. And, like, Johnny was acting so rude. Like, Andy asked him a question, and he just, like, was chugging a drink and didn't answer, and then Andy, like, moved on. Gigi Gorgeous was the bartender last night. Oh, yeah, people were, like, hooting and hollering about that. And she's, like, a big deal that, like, I mm. almost feel like she should be seated. Oh, but, like, what is she... It's not like she has a show. She has a documentary com- coming out that premiered at Sundance. Oh, yeah. What is Sheena Marie right. producing? <laughs> <laughs> hopefully more music actually um so is that it for ladies of london that is it so is it time to go to the the joanne ball (laughs) yes let's go to heathrow maybe we can just go to the joanne ball in london is it is it an international tour i don't know i don't know i haven't looked into it that much um are we going maybe if it's affordable the pre-sale tickets were expensive but what if we're like up in the clouds like i don't care (laughs) (laughs) i almost said something bad that's not funny but it's only funny to me um okay so i feel like the way we should talk about this 
is let's talk about the Super Bowl first because I have a lot of thoughts about that. And then here we go. Here we go. And then we're gonna go um, era to era, like so album to album, and talk okay. about like high points and low points. And it can be like anything we think because mm-hmm. we have like really random niche scary ideas and thoughts about things but the super bowl how did you think she did tell me your thoughts well while it was airing my intentions were to sit down and watch it like full attention but i was cooking a pumpkin turkey chili and couldn't like step away from the stove so i was like half watching so i ended up only like watching it from start to finish today yeah i actually had a similar experience because i have always working (laughs) so i was working um texting with our ceo and all this stuff so i was only half watching so i watched and then i went back rewound it after Mm -hmm. the performance and watched the whole thing and like relished in it yeah um it was different from the past few super bowls i feel like yes also the fact i feel like a lot of them have been like in the daytime recently and, like, hers was at night. She was marrying the night. Right. Like, so where was it last year? Because it was definitely light outside. Yeah. Was it in, like, Hawaii? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Who won? I couldn't even tell you. <laughs> oh, I know, because I was paying attention, because the, the, both the cities mean something to oh, me. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I wanted Atlanta to win. I'm sorry. Um, so, the performance. Uh, when she, the, the, the beginning scene where she's like on the roof is so unwell. Just like patriotic, like I, we're going to war, <laughs> red, white, and blue. Wait, what's like the, what's the last line she says with liberty and, and justice, justice for, for all. all. No, but no, the way she said for all, is like for all. <laughs> and then like she jumped. <laughs> okay. And I'm one of the ding dong idiots who thought. That she actually jumped live. And then, like, when I watched it again, I was like, what? What was I fucking thinking? <laughs> well, especially because, like, the, like, she jumping off looked like she was going to be falling at a high speed. And then she's like, <laughs> when you see her getting lowered, she's, like, flailing her arm. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, lands. And then we go right into poker face. Yes. And I, I do feel like... Whereas Joanne, like in the Joanne era, and we can talk about this a little more, she's been like stripped down and like almost like just like a girl who goes to the bar. <laughs> she really brought her unwellness back for this performance. Yeah. And it ended up being, it ended up being something that we have seen everything that has happened since, which has been a lot this week. I know. Um, I have something to say about like <laughs> the controversy you know how there was sort of the controversy being like she didn't make a statement about oh, anything okay what do you have and to, yada, what's yada, your yada. statement <laughs> so i think i agree with like what people are saying that it's like a pity that she didn't wasn't able to make a statement but i have what i think is the reasoning behind her not doing it so this is a girl who was big her first three albums like the superstar of the world like, bigger mm. than anyone. Then, starting with Art Pop, Cheek to Cheek, <gasps> and now Joanne, she's been a little more diminished in her celebrity and her power. Yeah. So, this was her moment to bring everyone back in for herself. Mm-hmm. So, she could be the Lady Gaga that she was in, like, 2011. Yeah. So, I think that's why she did it. And she did, I think, she did do some subtle things 
yada yada. Yeah, but people like, have it wasn't, like read read between the lines oh, and there are, the like, stars. Unwell like <laughs> BuzzFeed posts about like every little moment where she might have been making a statement. <laughs> But I mean, like, the one thing that, like, is the most obvious is that, like, she performed Born This Way in front of Mike Pence, and, like, that's a thing. So, I, like, I don't know where I stand, but, like, I know why she did what she did. Mm. So, any more thoughts on the Super Bowl? Uh, She trolled us with telephone. We, everyone thought. I mean, like, we, you know, we thought, like, oh, maybe she'll perform at the Grammys, or she'll, like, do it at some big event. And, like, there's no... There's not going to be any event after this. Like, this is the biggest one she'll ever do. Right. But she's performing at the Grammys. I know, but, like, she's performing with Metallica, not Beyonce. Right. Like, and Beyonce's, like, not going to go and perform Telephone. They're not going to perform Telephone at the Grammys, like, in 2017. The perfect place would have been this, where she's doing basically a career retrospective and ignoring art pop. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, like, we were discussing earlier, Telephone actually should have been replaced with Applause. Mm. Yeah, mm. there. My favorite moment of the entire performance was her transition from "Born This Way" to "Telephone," though. And she has like this, like really unwell. The thing where she makes the sandwich. She's like making the sandwich and, and also like it. biting it, and it's from the it's from the telephone video. But it was my favorite part. I watched it over and over and over. Uh, so we didn't get art pop, but we did get minimal cheek to cheek. Where? In the Pepsi countdown where Tony says zero. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Dan made an actually, like, really clever video um, <laughs> with, that's a mashup of how many fucks do I give? <laughs> and then it's Tony Bennett saying zero, zero, zero. Yes. So check it out. Um, Should we talk about her first era? The fame. The fame. Hmm. So... At this point, she wasn't really on my radar. I mean, her songs were. Like, mm-hmm. Just Dance, like, Poker Face. They were on my radar. I was living in L.A. And so, I wasn't watching... Oh, like, yeah, you were in L.A. I wasn't, like, watching... I don't know what... I wasn't interacting with media the way that I do now. Like, I wasn't living on the dark web. <laughs> <laughs> you were just being an L.A. bimbo. I was being a bimbo. But there's, like, a couple moments that I remember. I remember her performance on The View. Because it was when they went to Disneyland. Mm. And she she was, like, in her full The Fame, like, was probably wearing, like, something inspired by a lightning bolt or something, you know. Mm-hmm. And I just remember that performance. And they made Sherry Shepard. They gave Sherry Shepard a camera. It was, like, this weird thing that they were doing. And they made her be one of the cameramen for this Lady Gaga performance of Poker Face. And then she went to go sit for the interview and her, like whatever she was wearing was too like really short so she had to be like really careful about mm. sitting and also during that era another thing i remember i only remember the talk show appearances <laughs> <laughs> she went on um kathy lee and hoda she was really really super tan wearing like a similar thing maybe had a hair bow and she taught them how to dance to just dance mm. and like could you imagine Gaga on the fourth hour of the Today Show, like where she is now, yeah, as someone who's a famous person, yeah, that could happen. Well, I mean, now it'd be like it'd be like more Cheeky. of a funny way, but like in like 2011, it was yeah, that was like they would have her take yeah. over the plaza. Mm-hmm. Uh, so during the fame, I mean, the reason she, I noticed her like right away was because like people I know knew her. 
since she went to like my sister's school. Oh yeah, because she went to the all girls school of like and was in the plays at my high school. Oh my god, let me pick up that name you just dropped. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Oh my god. You just looked at me like you were a dog about to attack. <laughs> <laughs> um but no, we like we I actually have this one friend who like went to school with her. Who every time we see her, like Alex just asks what would Stephanie think about like any situation. He's so annoying to her. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually hilarious. Um so and then the other thing I remember is like early, early on, do you remember how Lady Gaga was on the hills? Yes. Wasn't she also on, like, The Sopranos? Oh, yeah. I think she had some sort of role. But, like, she was on The Hills as Lady Gaga. It wasn't like she was on as... Oh, she was... Oh, I didn't know that. No, yeah. Like, they were, like... It was either The Hills or... I'm pretty sure it was The Hills, not The City, uh, where they were, like, styling her or something for some shoot. For, like, Teen Vogue? Yeah. Woke Teen Vogue. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's all because of Elsie. That's why Teen Vogue is... (laughs) Stop. It's because they hired, like, oh, like, a woman of color who might be queer who, like, actually has her eyes on... The prize. Yeah. Uh, The fame monster. So this... Okay. This was the album where everyone, like, lost their shit. There was a series of events that happened. (laughs) (laughs) I've still... Like, she's on my radar more... I'm still trying to figure out who she was. I think she... No, really? I think... You, you hadn't figured it out? No, stop. <laughs> stop. Right before... Truly the, an L.A. bimbo. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, that's wrong. After paparazzi at the VMAs knew who she was. Okay. Started following her. <laughs> I said that wrong because I forgot about the VMAs. Um, That was a truly iconic VMAs. Oh, yeah, that's like her top five performance. Yeah, not just her. That's like... Oh, yeah, in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And her looks... At that VMAs are both iconic. Yeah. But I digress. Um, <laughs> she is slated to speak at the National Equality March in Washington, D.C. Did you go to that? No. Do you know what that is? Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> I was speaking on a panel during that. Oh, so- excuse me. Why don't you pick up that name you just dropped? <laughs> so I went down. It was about like young people organizing. I was like straight out of college. Mm, um, put and your I paws was up. Working on this like campaign. But um, so I went down and like stayed there with a bunch of friends. Like the most fun weekend I've actually ever had. Because like all the, all the queers were in DC hanging out. But she, she spoke there and she like called out Bernie Frank for some reason. Which was weird. Um, but then, like, then she was on my radar. Then I was like a little monster. Pause up. And then she performed on SNL shortly after that. And I can never find the video, but she did a number. A number. Where she hits her head. <laughs> yeah, she did a number in the rings, the iconic rings. And then she sat down at the piano. <laughs> and one of the rings hit her head. And I, like, was enamored after that. <laughs> uh... Yeah, I mean, the Fame Monster is, like, well-regarded as probably her best album. Right. So it came was, out, like, when you were, like, 30? Shut your <laughs> mouth. <laughs> but, like, really, like, 28. No. Uh-huh. Didn't the Fame Monster come out in, like, 2009? Yeah. That's eight years ago. Oh. <laughs> um, Doesn't it feel like... A minute ago? Yeah, Yeah, I know. Where did the time go? Poor geezers. Um, Yeah, but I mean, that was like Bad Romance. That was like... 
Alejandro. Yeah. That was Teeth was on that album. Well, this is where like the videos started to take a turn. Yeah, Bad Romance was like iconic. And then after that, it became like these feature length films. Right. And I have more to say about that when we talk about Joanne. But um, yeah, but it was also like, I was going out a lot more. Mm-hmm. So it was like, you would hear, I associate all of those songs with like going out and like being at gay bars and like hearing Alejandro or like mm-hmm. the video comes up on like the screen at like pieces <laughs> and like people are like, eh, she's still from Madonna. And I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so born this way, baby. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the beginning of like unwell. So like, well, well, first like the album art was like a signifier of what was to come, right? And the climate at the time was like, it was 2011, and in 2010, all those suicides by LGBT teens happened. Mm-hmm. So focus was like very honed in on like anti-bullying. I'm, like, giving a history Yeah. <laughs> like, anti-bullying, and everyone started putting out, like, an anthem. Mm. Like, we are who we are. <laughs> Firework. Born this way. <laughs> um, I'll note that one Taylor Swift never put out an anthem. But anyways. <laughs> no, she only puts out anthems about men. This was, like, the summer of 2011, and everyone was, like, super excited for it. But, like, that album art... Was like, we were all like, what? <laughs> she, she's an anamorph. And like her media tour, her press tour for that, like she was, that's where that meme came from, where she has like the like oh, black yes. dot on her face and like the shorter oh, hair. Yeah. <laughs> Those looks that era were so weird. Um, That was also, was that, um, what did she perform at the VMAs where she won all the stuff in the meat dress and everything? Or did she not perform? No, she came in the egg. VMAs. Oh, that was not the VMAs. No, VMAs, it was, this is going to be another dumb history lesson, but it was like the repeal of Don't Ask, Don't Tell, and she was very involved. So she brought all those like LGBT service members, and she had that like beautiful Alexander McQueen look with the like... Oh my God, a fashion (laughs) queen. (laughs) But then like the meat dress was like, she had a whole metaphor that related to the like the repeal of Don't Ask, Don't Mm. Tell. Um, so that was that, but I think that was before, I think that was between, um, uh, Albums. Faye Monster and Born okay. This Way. Uh, <clears throat> for Born This Way, remember how, uh, Edge of Glory, that terrible music video came out? And then there was the Google Chrome commercial, which was so much better than oh the music my, I video. the Google Chrome video, uh, video like yesterday. I used to cry to that. I feel like my tears have dried out at this point. Where <laughs> she's like running across the Brooklyn Bridge. Yes. And she's like, listen up, monsters. Yeah, she's, she's sending out the call. But like the guy in the Edge of Glory video died like the day after the video came out. Oh yeah, the Or before the video guy, yeah. came out. But like that song is good. Yeah, that's like one of her best. Yeah. For sure. Um, Wait, was a- that album? Yeah, it was. Fashion of His Love. I, that's like one of my favorite yeah. Gaga songs. What else is on that album? Uh, like, uh, Government Hooker. <laughs> Scheib. <laughs> uh, <laughs> isn't there like, isn't there, what's the Heavy Metal Lover? Yeah. Um, a lot of the album tracks are like 
as good as a single. Yeah, but her performances was the egg during that era. <laughs> yeah. What else oh, did she oh, do? Oh, she had like growths on her face that era too, remember? That's the black thing I was talking no, about. No, no, no. I'm not talking about the black thing. I'm talking about <gasps> how like oh. she had like bone bone spurts growing on oh, yeah. her shoulders. Oh my God. <laughs> I miss the bone spurts. <laughs> and like Born This Way holds up more than I was expecting it to. Oh yeah, like, definitely. The I song. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The song, yeah. I think that was like my favorite part of the that and Bad Romance. I thought were the two best songs for the Super Bowl. I liked the beginning <laughs> on the roof. <laughs> um, so art pop, y'all. I think she, I think she knew she made a mistake. <laughs> she knew because she announced the album name long before it was actually even like made or came yeah. out. So she knew she made a mistake by the time she had to put on the art pop rave. Um album is better than it gets credit for. I think everyone was just like so annoyed by her. Yeah. Well, the fact that she screwed up and put R Kelly and then Convince Christina to do it. Like it should have been released as a single with Christina, right? From I the get go. Yeah, Christina would have saved the era. Yes, feature Tina comes in, <laughs> God. saves careers, gives Maroon Five a number one. Oh, perfect side note: X Six is coming. She just tweeted the other day a photo of her like in the studio saying, "Putting the finishing touches on my love." And simultaneously that same day, an Oreo commercial <laughs> came out. <laughs> She's like, she and Shaq are the two Oreo spokespersons. Oh, <laughs> it's no. a whole sad campaign. She needs like a Super Bowl where she can really like show people. Well, she's done the Super Bowl. But as like a As a feature Tina. Yeah, like it was like a Disney thing. Oh, dumb. Um, let's get back to the real star here. <laughs> um, okay, art pop, anything else? Didn't Alex like go to the art pop rave? I think he went to like more than one. I think he went to, might have went to art pop and born this way. And how can you forget the literal most important part of the art pop era? Gaga applause on GMA. I mean, we in this family watch it. Like, almost every time we get together and watch, like, selections of music videos and Right. Such. It's basically every time I come to this apartment when we're not recording Come Through Queens. So, like, every time it's just, like, a social thing. Yes. We watch when it. it's not work. It is iconic. One of her best performances. Shall go down in history. Oh, and I forgot about the Perez Hilton feud happened during the art program. Oh, yes, yes. The pig, swine. Yeah, and, like, he... What did he say? No, he was, like, showing up in her apartment building. Oh, yeah, he was, like, stalking her. Stalking her entire life. Scary. So then, after she realizes the error of her ways... I still liked Art Pop, but I think the public calls it Art Flop still. Um, We get a new direction. Cheek to cheek. Yes. This was the first time I actually saw Lady Gaga live. Dan and Alex went during the cheek to cheek era. <laughs> the cheek to cheek ball. <laughs> the cheek to cheek ball at Radio City Music Hall. This 
era had a lot of like gems that keep coming up in our lives hi everyone hi everyone um was her announcing that her and tony would be the faces of h&m for the holiday season and then get on your feet it's the holidays on the view on the view which is like a phrase we still use like i use it with my family my family uses it i think this is the third year of it it's the third third holiday season third year of get on your feet it's the holidays yeah um so yeah cheek to cheek will always have a place in my heart i bought it on itunes in honor of dan's birthday that Mm -hmm. one year it came out because it came out like around your birthday right yeah i think so so the birthday that Alex danced in vomit at that weird bar that's now closed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas you, me, Jamie, and Alex. Yeah. Um, so Cheek to Cheek, I loved it. I, I know a lot of the diehard Gaga fans like to pretend it doesn't exist. Well, even like when she just came out with emojis for all of her albums, they didn't make one for Cheek to Cheek. Yeah. And they call this LG5. Joanne. Yeah. Where do you think you're going? So that's that's where we're at, Joanne. Um, I have a theory on Joanne. Mm. I think she really wanted like she wanted to like reach a new audience maybe and like really strip it down and like do this sort of like country rock thing. And then I think she realized it wasn't working, so she came into the Super Bowl as old as old Gaga and has done that since, which has been a few days. <laughs> well, <laughs> I also think like if she had tried to do like mainstream radio pop again and failed, it would have been bad. It would have been so bad. Right. Whereas, like, if she's doing this, it's like, oh, it's a different direction. Like, mm-hmm. I'm multifaceted. Da, da, da. Right. And we get the iconic pink hat, which, like, <laughs> my favorite game in the world is that whenever anyone in like pop culture is wearing a hat that's even similar, <laughs> like, what I found a paparazzi video of. Kyle Richards wearing a similar hat. <laughs> and then there was that episode of Jersey Shore we were watching recently where Snooki's wearing a pink hat. <laughs> I love saying that they inspired Gaga. Um, the video that just came out yesterday for John Wayne was like back to Gaga basics. Our return to form. It's like a no... F- it's like an all frills and no frills video. It's not like a 10-hour... Like, get a bag of popcorn and watch it. It's, like, not even a full three minutes, I think. It's 2.58. Yeah. Um, And it's directed by the guy who directed Paparazzi and Telephone, so it feels like those stylistically, mm-hmm. which is good. It's a little manic. Yeah, and, like, Gaga's, like, letting... Gaga's fun again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will say that I'm glad that the Joanne era brought us Grigio Girls. And, <laughs> and also, hey, girl... Yeah. For the Ladies of London promo. <laughs> it's been out. such a weird era. Like, we get, like, Joanne Trattoria promo, like, her signing oh, yeah. CDs at the Trattoria. We still have to go there. I we know. were supposed to go as a family before Jimbo left, but I don't think we have time. No, we have that last Friday. Should we have a dinner there? Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, we, once we do... Go to Joanne Treachery. I'm sure we will talk about it here. We should record something from the treachery. Oh, yeah, definitely. Just like a dual voice. Snippet. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to talk about, lady? I think she, this is, it's possible that she's back. Yeah, I'm curious to see. I think, I wonder if like the Joanne tour 
is going to be Joanne heavy or is it going to be career focused? I I have a feeling it's going to be career focused because if you look at like the art that they created for it, it's almost, it's not like heavy her whole career promo, but it's also not heavy Joanne promo. Mm-hmm. It's like striking a happy medium. Something new. Yes. And something borrowed and something blue. Well, haven't there been reports that like the next album is like coming out? In the fall. I would love for her to do something like disco-y. Because remember when she did that video for Tom Ford where it's all the models? Oh, yeah. That was that a good song. That was so good. Yeah. I mean, that song is a cover, but it was like so good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would also... There's like a few demos of her that are floating around that I love. The one with her and Cher, The Greatest. Oh, yeah. It's like one of my favorite songs by Lady and, Gaga. And like Brooklyn Nights is floating around somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but like The Greatest, the story behind that is like... It, that was a demo she made for herself. And then, like, Cher got a hold of it. And, like, some fan, like, I think mashed up the two. Oh, Like, weird. Cher's version and Lady Gaga's version. That's why, like, the audio doesn't really sound similar either. But, like, Lady Gaga wouldn't let Cher release it because, like, she didn't like it. Rude. Um, I was going to say one more thing. Oh, Brooklyn Nights. I just feel like if that came out in, like, 2010... I would have been, like, so annoying about it. Be like, oh, my God, we're going to Metropolitan. We're going to have a Brooklyn night. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. <laughs> like, when, like, you're in the phase of, like, living in New York, we're like, oh, my God, hashtag I love New York. Well, I never really have that phase. Well, because you're from, you're a I know, Brooklyn I'm, baby. I'm a Brooklyn baby. <laughs> I was born this way, You baby. weren't a small-town kid who moved to the big city. <laughs> um, so you're... Reminding me of the Freak of the Week. So who is the Freak of the Week? <laughs> okay. So if you've been watching Bravo this past week, you'll you notice... You might be, like, disoriented. You right might now. be disoriented. Where am I? <laughs> How did I get here? Um, so Bravo's color palette will become more gender neutral, marking a continued effort to bring male viewers to the network. Quote, we have Real Housewives, which, interestingly, a lot of men watch... Someone said. (laughs) From the network. (laughs) But we also have a lot more shows that we're seeing more males come to. Instead of the bright blue Bravo speech bubble, the revised logo is a black and white with sleeker font and rectangular shape. And that Only only on Bravo voiceover that you hear in your head as you're reading this, that will be less auto tuned and more natural toned. Plus, by Bravo will no longer be the Nets. Tagline, though it will be used occasionally. Uh, so I, I don't think they've really like figured it out on the shows yet because you could like barely see it. it like the transparency is too high. Right. I yeah, and just like bringing more males into it, and like <laughs> of course men watch Real Housewives. Like gay men exist. <laughs> like, what are you thinking? Um, also. This is actually ties back to the Super Bowl. Did you notice that there was an imposters commercial during the Super Bowl? It was like right after the Gaga performance, I think. No. Like they've been pushing that show so hard. And like Oh yeah, the new scripted show. Sorry, I was like, what do you mean by imposters? Yeah, that's the name of the show. We've got a doppelganger in our midst. (laughs) Yes. Um I just and I like can't wrap my head around like what is going to be the plot of this show. Not that I have the intention of, like, watching it, but, like, 
she like is married to three different people and like she's tricking everyone. Yeah, she's this a is, tricky queen. This is like not the Bravo I'm interested in. Instead, how about Andy? You bring Real Housewives of Toronto, which we just got a little trailer for today, and it looks so good. Or let's get some Gallery Girls season two. Or a Ladies of London reunion. Or uh, uh, all those other ones that I like. <laughs> Kellon or Revisited. So, if it's not obvious by now, uh, the one true queen this week, I mean, it, there's really no competition. It's obvious it has to be Gaga. Yes, and I'm afraid that people are going to listen to this, and I think I sound like a fucking freak little monster. You do sound like a little monster, actually. <laughs> Your parts are up, baby. <laughs> um, between the Super Bowl, Drag Race, uh, John Wayne, the Joanne Ball. Everything. This is her week. This is her week. This is us. She really like planned it out well in terms of like this bam, bam, good... bam, bam, bam. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a good promo tour. Let's get her on the view or something. Um, I wanted to make it the Ladies of London, but I was overruled. Oh my god! <laughs> Call it out. Uh, well, that's it for this week. Make sure that you subscribe on iTunes and Google Play and leave a review there. Yeah, we love the reviews. We just got a batch of fresh, brand new ones, which we appreciate. Uh, it helps us give. It helps give us a little boost. So thanks to Niels, which we're assuming is Neely, who. Had an excellent guest spot last week as a call-in who wrote, Finally leaving a review, as you often remind us to do at the end of the show. See? Uh, This is my favorite podcast to listen to about the Housewives, Vanderpump Rules. This is us, question mark. Anything reality-related. And Riverdale now. (laughs) Dan and Brendan are hilarious and informative, and it really just feels like you're hanging out with your pals. And we also got D-Troc City 505 writes... Finally got into Come Through Queen podcast. Have you been sleeping on us? Uh, this person says, Don't attack them. I, I, know, I love them. <laughs> They're so funny, especially when they make their pop culture references, Bravo inside jokes. So thanks to both of you. Yeah, thank you. Um, so, of course, that is it. You should also follow us on Twitter and Facebook, where we keep you up to date throughout the week. Dan is also making cute videos now. He's a content creator. Um, let us know when a new... We'll let you know when a new episode drops and what topic will be upcoming. Uh, so where can we find you online, Brendan? Um, at NotBrendan. And you can find me at IDKIDK. So like, comment, subscribe, heart share, retweet. Um, come ready to talk about Vanderpump Rules next week and love me, love me, please retweet. Bye. Reality. You win the game because you're the ace of space. And I'm the queen of hearts. Save my Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.